You're listening to The Whole Truth, a Resources Rising Stars podcast. Welcome to a ripping edition of The Whole Truth podcast. I'm Paul Armstrong. We just had a great chat with Dave Reeves. He's a managing director of Calidus Resources, and hasn't he been on one roller coaster ride? Dave did a spectacular job with his team in building the Wararuna Gold Project, only to be hit by a couple of curveballs. Water was one of them, a lack of water, and of course a little thing called COVID. The next thing you know, the share price went back to about 20 cents. But he's turned the corner, as you'll hear in this podcast. Dave says they've overcome the water problem, COVID's gone away, they're making money, production's going up, and things are looking rosy in the garden of Calidus Resources yet again. He also talks about a little uh, lithium uh, assets of some... He also talks about some lithium assets that the company has that look very promising up in the Pilbara and how they plan to unlock the value of that for shareholders. Dave makes a very interesting point that he believes Calidus is the cheapest gold producer on the ASX. You be the decider when you hear the podcast. I think you'll find it very interesting. Been one hell of a roller coaster ride, hasn't it? Yeah, you could certainly say that, Paul. Yeah. Yeah, so there's, everything went hunky dory during the construction phase. Yeah, look, I mean, COVID, what else were you going to do in Western Australia bar build a mine? And, you know, it came with the same challenges and logistics and, you know, trying to get things out of China in lockdown. So, you know, maybe it appeared it was smooth sailing on the surface, but there was plenty of paddling underneath going on. But yeah, it was on time, on budget, amazing job from everyone involved there. Gold was pretty steady going up. Um, Before first gold, we hit just over a buck, I think. And um, just before we put poured first gold, um, sentiment changed in the market and all the gold started coming down. Um, so, you know, I think there there was that macro in the market. You got a bit of a perfect storm in some ways, didn't you? Yeah, so we, we had negative sentiment and then obviously we had our commissioning uh, issues. And so the stock went to what, about a dollar? Dollar five, dollar. yeah. There you go, dollar five. Uh, it, was a, it was, as they say, a, uh, a market darling for a while, as, you know, you pointed out everything was on track, on time, on budget, and that's not something you should be flipping about, is it? Because a lot of projects, are in, particularly in Western Australia, are way off time and on budget, particularly at that point. So you, you shot the lights out there. The stock went to a buck. Everyone was loving you. What happened? Yeah, as I say, macro sentiment, that was the first thing, and the whole general market turned. Every gold stock in Australia was getting sold down uh, across the board, and that's before we even knew we had issues. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, commissioning didn't go as smoothly as, as hoped or as planned. Um, so I suppose there was a couple of key issues there. The first was um, mill throughput, just didn't have enough water. There's a whole range of technical reasons why and disappointing that they happened. But, um, you know, over the intervening time, we put in more bores. We've hit water finally in the open pit, so getting plenty out of there. And we, we've upgraded... Um, one of our water reclaim units that we call a thickener. Um, that's now commissioned. So the mill's actually running way above nameplate now as we speak. So, you know, that that was problematic. We weren't getting through the tons, therefore we weren't getting ounces. Um, in addition to that, we were um, coming out of COVID. You know, we got out of lockdown in WA and let the beast loose. Uh, and how that affected us was a number of ways. Um, Labour. Um, just trying to find enough. It, it washed through the camp, didn't it, at one stage? Yeah, no, every, yeah. You know, washed through every camp in WA and you saw it in everyone's quarterlies. Everyone was getting locked up and production was down and people were deferring things and, you know, that happened at, at our most pointy part, which is when we were commissioning. So not ideal timing in that regard. And you had people 
stuck in their rooms, didn't you, at one point? Yeah, yeah. No, it was all part of the state government, you know, legislation. So uh, whether you were showing symptoms or not, uh, you got locked down, which I think a lot of people found very frustrating at the time. Um, but what that meant was we didn't have a lot of people for moving the dirt and we didn't have uh, enough people in supervision. So grade became an issue for us. And that was a combination of things. Um, it was this lack of people and lack yeah. of supervision. Yeah. Um, didn't help. We were learning about the ore body. Um, we were trying to catch up because of the lack of people putting in bigger diggers, maybe getting more dilution that way. Um, not really understanding how the blast, uh, blast. You had a lot of balls worked. in the air at the same time, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Um, again, you know, we we wouldn't have expected this level um, of learning as we saw. Um, it, it probably has been a bit more of a challenging ore body on the top of a mountain. Certainly helps from a strip ratio, but not from grade controlling or accessing or digging without it blowing down the side of the hill. I mean, so, you're, you're you're mining gold in what is traditionally historically iron ore country, right? So, you know, it's it's not it's not as though uh, you had a lot of people to look to for experience. No, no, but, it, yeah, at the end of the day, it is a gold mine. It's a sheer hosted gold mine. Um, we've all done it before. We've, you know, built mines, run mines before, uh, and I think this has probably been the most challenging. Um, you know, in the middle of that, we're in uh, major inflation, so costs are also going um, up uh, quite significantly in certain areas. So, um, you know, just a whole range of things from supply issues, trying to get chemicals in, you know, there was that whole squeeze. You look at cars at the moment, for instance, you know, what is it, two-year lead time? Well, same sort of things, you know, PLC cards, boring things like that, which you need, just weren't around. So you were making plans left, right and centre. So that was all, so that's all the sort of negative stuff. That's what happened. Yeah. The stock went, the long and short of that story, though, is the stock went from a dollar to about 20 cents. And, uh, you know, you, you're, you're not one to mince your words, as anyone listening to this can hear. You put it out there, you laid it on the table. There was no, there was no bulldust or spin about it. That's what it is. Um, the reality is the gold was still in the ground, though, and you still had a plant that did what it was meant to do. So looking forward, stocks come back to 20 cents, but you've, you've pretty well solved the problems. You can see the, the results that you've put out for the March quarter. You, you're having, as they like to say, the trend is your friend, isn't it? They're, Things are definitely on the turn or on the up. That's statistically, oh, look, that's yeah. undeniable. No, look, we, we made good money last quarter. We'll make better money in the coming quarter and, and on we go. So very happy where the ops are now. Look, we, we need to still fine-tune some things on the mining. The mill's running beautifully. The whole admin system's running well. Um, grade, we've got a lot better handle on. So we just need to make sure we keep moving the tonnes day in, day out. That's probably the, the challenge for us at the moment to make sure we do that. But... Um, all in all, if you look at where we were, we'd come back to 28 cents from 20. Um, and, you know, gold price heading up, we'd probably be in the mid-30s if it wasn't for the fact we did a capital raise. Uh, and we did that, um, you know, to, to shore up our balance sheet. Um, we would have been, well, in the last quarter, we had 8 million cash and bullion. Um, when you've got costs on side of 12 million a month, that's not a lot of working capital uh, that you got in your back pocket. Um, so, you know, in, if anything goes wrong, you need that little bit of buffer. So from a risk point of view, you said, look, we've got to do this. And not just that, if we buffer up enough, then we've got cash in the bank to do these expansions. Because at the moment, let's call it 70,000 ounces for our numbers that we're running at. We want to push above, you know, 100,000 ounces. And 
why we want to do that? Well, it's all roughly the same and all in sustaining costs that we're looking at longer yeah, term. Got, it's a leverage story, isn't it? Yeah, 1800, it's leverage. More yeah. ounces, more cash, yeah. less influence of hedge, you know, just. So this, this is where the investment opportunity is, right? The, the, the stock's been marked down. Um, rather than paying a dollar for it or 80 cents for it, people can pay 20 odd cents for it. You're on the, you've now got a, a, a pattern of improving results. Uh, as you say, you're making money. Uh, the gold price is good. And you're on that, uh, that that strategy now to implement, you know, the increased production profile that you talked about, 70,000 ounces, but you talked about 130,000 ounces ultimately being your, yes. your growth target, haven't you? No, absolutely. So, you know, there's a whole range of things in there to get to that 130. There's um, bringing some of the higher-grade open pits that we do have around and, and we're actively working on that now, doing some drilling on that as we speak and grade control-wise, getting ready to activate those pits. Um, we've got... Um, the underground beneath the pit. Um, so we'll probably do some more drilling on that uh, in the coming year as well, just to firm that up and get ready to go with that. But most likely we'll get a little float plant going, little sulphide circuit going at Warrawina. We've got a six gram ore body sitting nearby us called Copenhagen and we'll feed that um, in and that's you know an extra 12,000 ounces in the year for um, through that plant. It doesn't take capacity away from, from Warrawina itself, and that's a really good cash generator, and we think we can do that very cheaply. And then that forms a basis for Blue Spec, which is this really high-grade mine down the road, about 75 k's away, 24 grams a tonne. Um, you know, that just rolls off well, the tongue yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's that's a 30,000. Like that changes cash flow, doesn't it? 24 grams a tonne sends cash flow through, cash flow through the roof, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, without a doubt. So, you know, that's that's the final piece of the puzzle, bringing, bringing that one in. If we can get that circuit in early, means maybe we can bring Blue Spec in a bit early. We've also got new discovery called Felix just near Blue Spec, so we're starting to build a bit of critical mass um, down in that part of the world, and we'd certainly like to add some tonnes um, down there and, and use that uh, in the longer term as a, a nice base moving forward. So you've got a stock that's trading in a quarter of what it was. Uh, production is, is up and away. You know, that, that's all looking good. But I think it's overshadowed the other little jewel in the crown here, uh, the, the lithium assets. What, what, what are you plan What have you got there? Because it's sort of fallen into the shadow a bit, hasn't it? Yeah. What have you got and what are you going to do with it? Yeah, so we, we went out pretty hard and fast in the early days and then our focus obviously went back to Warrawena when things weren't going quite as planned and, and we downed tools on, on the lithium side. You know, in the meantime, the exploration guys went out and found Felix, so they haven't been idle. That's that... Um, nice sort of mineralisation we're striking near blue spec. Um, but in the meantime, we have been quietly working away in the background. Like the ground we've got is really good, but we also wanted something that had real potential. Um, so we did another deal with Hayoma, where they put in more of the tenements around the East Pilbara, but also some tenements in the West Pilbara, and what's called the Tabataba Shear. We've got 10 kilometres of that now. Um, now on the Tabba Tabba Shear, that's where the old Tabba Tabba Tantalum mine used to be, which FMG now own and have a resource of lithium there. It's not declared anywhere because they're FMG, but, uh, you know, we have been verbally told it's around 10 million tonnes, you know, 1.3, 1.4%. Um, so a nice, you know, it shows there's resources on Tabba Tabba. Um, 400 metres long strike from our tenement boundary, Degray about, I think it was 2018, drilled two holes, both intersected, um, lithium pegmatites, one was like 23 metres at 1.3 and the other 21 at 0.8. So we know there's... So there's plenty of smoke everywhere. 
oh, not just smoke, but there's, yeah. there's actual lithium um, 400 metres from a tenement on so, the so same how structure. You, how do you make money out of this for shareholders? What's the plan? Yeah, so, you know, we were talking about um, demerging and distributing a, a long time ago and, you know, there's only so many hours in a day, so that got put on hold again due to the commissioning. So we've um, pressed the button on that again. We've got the independent geolog geological report underway now. It's a couple of weeks away. I'm entering into DD meetings on, on the prospectus um, to IPO that out uh, in the coming, you know, hopefully four to five months we'll get that, that out. Um, just working through still all of the ATA tax issues, what can you distribute, what can't you, and et cetera. Um, but, you know, we'd like to release that, that uh, on its own two feet because we think it's got real upside. Is the plan to do some sort of in-species distribution, give, give Keller the shareholders some of the lithium stock? So first, first thing on the list is to get it out on its own, get it funded so it can have a red-hot crack. And Give build, it a life of its own. Yeah. 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 Build, build value. Um, now, whether... Within, within the Calidus within framework. The, within yeah. Calidus framework. Now, you know, a lot of it comes down to um, tax, ASX, banks, securities, whatever, is whether we can distri distribute that immediately or we have to wait for escrow um, from the ASX. So those are some of the things we're working through. The main thing is get money into that vehicle. Calidus focuses on gold. Pira focuses on lithium um, and get it a team that, that can focus in on that lithium and, and get out there uh, and see what we can find. And and if you get some good results, add some value to it, as you say, with a view to perhaps spinning it off? Oh, absolutely. No, we, we are looking at IPOing it. It's just whether Calidus holds the shares or we distribute those shares or we do a combination of both straight up or whether we distribute those so shares So you've got two later. avenues of, of making money for shareholders in simple terms, haven't yeah. you, Dave? you got... The, the, the ongoing growth and success of, of the Wararuna project now with the gold ramp up, a tar win from the gold price it would look like, things, you know, the, the, the uh, tide is going your way there and then you create value for shareholders through the lithium assets. It would appear that there's, there's evidence anyway that perhaps the, uh, the lithium market is again on the up. So you could have another, a similar turn to you've had at the gold project, two, two uh, distinct asset bases both going the right way for shareholders. That's a... Uh, all for a fraction of the price I would have paid a year ago. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it's been, you know, it's been a tough ride for current shareholders that have held all the way through the roller coaster, like myself. You know, it's not not wonderful, but at the same time, you know, we've just done a raise. There's an SPP out there. You can participate with optionalities. Um, I I do look on any comparative. We are the cheapest producer out there on the ASX uh, in Australia by, you know, a country mile. And we need to rebuild trust of, of the investment community. But when that happens, it just takes a bit of time, you know, be it one quarter, two quarters. There'll be a lag, you. won't there? There'll, There'll be, be a lag. lag. Between your statistics, you know, your achievements in, you know, numerical form, if you like, and the market's reaction. Yeah. So, you know, I certainly believe uh, the only way is up from here. Um, it has been tough, but gold price is heading in the right direction. I think it's got further to go. As you say, lithium, we're going to need plenty more of that stuff. I see the WA government just put another couple of billion into some massive battery in, in Collie. Collie today. Um, you know, all of that's got to come from somewhere. So I think lithium's still got uh, a lot of legs left, left in it. I think we've got fantastic ground in both the gold and lithium. Um, so cash flow coming out of Calidus, you know, pretty exciting exploration ground in, in both of those commodities and both of those commodities looking pretty good 
uh, over the medium term. So, yeah, very bullish about the future. We need to deliver. We understand that. But we also are looking more to the future than the past uh, and how we grow that production, grow that cash flow, and, and everything flows from there. Painful, as you say, for some shareholders who, who rode the roller coaster down. But that's where the opportunity is, isn't it? That, you know, that, that the smart money will look at that sell off and say, hey, this is, this is how you make money. You go where others don't want to be initially. Uh, you can front run that turnaround and uh, that's how you make money. Yeah, that's it. And you would have seen that in our placement. I mean, that was really heavily oversubscribed. People saw the, you know, as one of the analysts said, the deep value uh, in the stock, uh, less than $100 million or I think, yeah, probably around $100 million market cap as we sit today um, for uh, an asset that, you know, cost $150 million to build that's, putting out cash, um, as we chip away at that hedge and as the gold price goes up, that just grows and grows. And as we increase production, that grows. So, you know, it's the certainly through um, a pretty nasty storm, but looks like uh, a lot better sailing ahead. Fantastic. Well, well done on sticking at it. I know it's been a, been a tough journey in parts, but there's no doubt that uh, there's plenty of evidence that things are on the turn and that's where the opportunity is. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Paul. You've been listening to The Whole Truth, a Resources Rising Stars podcast produced by Resource Media, hosted by Paul Armstrong for Reed Corporate. Please note that Reed Corporate does not provide investment advice and investors should seek personalised advice before making any investment decisions. 